It's a new day, and it's a very special day. Your life will never be the same. Today, we're shifting from being defeated to being empowered. Have you ever felt like you were under relentless attacks from the enemy? Even in your spiritual journey, have you ever felt the weight of a shadow pressing down on you? The enemy is real, and his tactics are cunning. But today, I'm going to show you that there's a way to stand, to fight back, and send every attack back from whence it came. I'm also going to pray a powerful prayer with you. In the mighty name of Jesus, so watch until the end and open your hearts to receive the blessings of this prayer. My dear friends, we can't just sit back and let the enemy steal our joy. We've faced challenges for too long. We've faced battles from every side, with troubles trying to steal our peace and hope. They've aimed to silence our voices and make us feel less than who we are in Christ. But all of that ends today. We stand united in Christ and we're saying no more. In Romans 8 verse 37, we are reminded, yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. So we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. We're not just bystanders in this journey. We're brave souls, chosen and blessed by God, ready to stand up against anything that tries to push us down, anything that tries to attack us or steal our peace and joy. God has given us the strength and the will to fight back. And we won't let our dreams or our spirits be crushed anymore. Today, we rise, we push back against the challenges, and we claim our rightful place. We reclaim our rightful dominion. Every arrow shot in the dark, every chain of bondage, every hurt, every lie, every sickness, and every obstacle that tries to block our path, we're sending them back. We're sending them back from whence they came. With God on our side and faith in our hearts, we're stepping forward with power and purpose. We're stepping forward in victory. With unyielding faith and unwavering conviction, we declare our position as heirs to the kingdom and ambassadors of Christ. Together, we say to the enemy, We're here. We're ready. And we're taking back control. In the name of Jesus, we are taking back everything. Enough is enough. Today, we wipe away our tears stand tall and reclaim our strength. Let us be ready to face the battles ahead with unwavering determination, knowing that with God by our side, victory is ours. We are also reminded and reassured by one of my favorite Bible verse, Isaiah 54 verse 17, that says, No weapon formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue which rises against you in judgment you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. So, no weapon formed against us shall prosper, absolutely none. It is in this divine assurance that we find our strength and hope, ensuring our triumph in the face of adversity. Whether it's hurtful words from enemies, traps, they have set, 
our own doubts and fears, sickness, or whatever it is, it doesn't matter. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. As we move forward to reclaim our rightful place, the first topic I want us to discuss is discerning the shadows. As you will notice, I speak a lot about discernment. And here's why. If we can't discern the true nature of our struggles, we might end up fighting aimlessly. Discernment isn't just about recognizing evil, but also about identifying the moves of God in our lives. The Holy Spirit is our guide in this, shining a light in the dark corners and equipping us with the wisdom to distinguish between what's of God and what's not. Without the guiding light of the Holy Spirit, we can easily be misled. So, the essence of discernment is not only vital for spiritual warfare, but foundational for our daily walk with God. Now, the world is not as straightforward as it seems. I want you to know that behind every visible struggle, there's an invisible battle. For every tangible challenge, there's a hidden spiritual warfare, one that may not be visible, but it is as real as the air we breathe. So we're in a fight, we are in a battle, and it's crucial to discern the forces behind our battles. The enemy thrives in creating confusion, blending his deception into seemingly harmless situations, trying to divert our focus from God's truth. In Ephesians 6 verse 12, the Bible tells us, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. This verse highlights the fact that our battles go beyond the physical realm. However, as believers, we're not left unarmed or uninformed. The Holy Spirit stands ready as our ever-present guide, lifting the veil to unveil the enemy's schemes. This discernment doesn't come naturally, but through a relationship with the Holy Spirit. John 16 verse 13 assures us that the Spirit of Truth guides us into all truth. Therefore, our first defense against the enemy's attack is recognizing it so we have to stay connected with the Spirit. We can't afford to quench or suppress the Holy Spirit. Therefore, we must maintain an unbroken connection with the Holy Spirit, ensuring we're always in tune to His guidance and direction at all times. Our next defense is to engage in regular self-reflection and be wary of situations or emotions that diverge from the peace Christ has promised. By sharpening our spiritual awareness, we reduce the likelihood of the enemy leading us astray. This proactive stance not only guards our hearts, but also strengthens our bond with God. Next, let us talk about God's battle blueprint. When stepping onto the battlefield, it's essential to understand the tactics of the war, right? The good thing is that God has laid out divine strategies in the scriptures, pointing us to approaches that guarantee victory. Think of David, a young shepherd boy facing the giant Goliath. Consider that this wasn't a mere physical confrontation, 
but a spiritual showdown, David declared. As recorded in 1 Samuel 17, verse 47, Then all this assembly shall know that the Lord does not save with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. David's victory wasn't because of his own skill, but because of his alignment with God's strategy. Time and again, we see biblical figures harnessing God's blueprint from Moses parting the Red Sea to Joshua conquering Jericho. Each victory was a testament to God's unmatched power and the perfection of his plans. As believers, our victories aren't dependent on our strength, but on our alignment with his divine strategy. By immersing ourselves in God's word, we arm ourselves, gaining insights into his ways and methods. Remember, our human wisdom can only take us so far. In order to have true and lasting victory, we must lean on God's wisdom. Now, let's quickly look at some of God's divine strategies laid out in the Bible. Consider the story of Jericho and Joshua 6. Rather than employing a conventional method of warfare, God instructed the Israelites to march around the city for seven days, ending with a powerful shout that caused the city walls to come crashing down. This unconventional divine strategy was reliant on obedience and faith, and it showcased God's power over the impossible. Remember, with God, all things are possible. Another vivid example is Gideon's battle in Judges 7. Despite having a vast army, God reduced Gideon's numbers to just 300 men. With merely trumpets, pitchers, and lamps, they defeated the Midianites. This divine strategy was not about showcasing human strength, but rather magnifying God's might and ensuring that the credit for the victory went solely to Him. Lastly, Look at how Esther skillfully interceded for her people, as shown in the book of Esther. Instead of directly confronting the king about Haman's wicked plan, Esther employed wisdom and sought God's face through fasting. Her divine strategy involved inviting the king and Haman to two banquets, creating the perfect setting to reveal her Jewish identity and Haman's sinister plot. Through this, not only were the Jewish people saved, but God's guiding hand and masterful planning were clearly visible. In each of these scenarios, we can see that God's strategies often deviate from human logic. Yet, they never fail to accomplish His divine purpose. My friends, this emphasizes our need to trust and follow His lead. We all have to learn how to recognize God's voice. And how do you do that? How do we recognize when God is talking to us? We do this by relying on the guidance and leading of the Holy Spirit, and by consistently spending dedicated time in prayer, meditation, and studying the Word. This will help us to become more familiar with His voice and guidance in our lives. Now, let's move on to our next point, arming with authority. Understanding our authority in Christ is fundamental. Without this awareness, we risk becoming passive in our spiritual battles, like spiritual doormats, allowing the enemy to trample over us. Luke 10 verse 19 is a bold proclamation of our authority and dominion. It says, 
Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. This authority isn't due to our righteousness, but is anchored in the name of Jesus and the redemptive power of his blood. The cross wasn't just an event, but it was a monumental shift, transferring authority from darkness to light. But having authority and exercising it are two different things, right? So how do we exercise this authority? In Ephesians 6 verse 11, we are directed to the armor of God. We must therefore clothe ourselves daily with truth, righteousness, peace, faith, salvation, and the word. This armor isn't a passive defense, but an active offensive tool, pushing back the enemy's advances. So, stand tall, my friends, for in Christ you are equipped, you are empowered, and you are positioned in authority. So let's break this down a bit. If you tell lies, it's like you're not wearing your protection. If you're not at peace, you've left out part of your armor. And if you're doubting, you're missing a shield. Remember, God's armor includes truth, righteousness, peace, faith, salvation, and the word. You have to wear your spiritual armor daily. So the next time you feel like you're being attacked by the enemy, ask yourself, am I wearing my armor? If you're not, then put on your armor, as this is one of your essential safeguards against the attacks of the enemy. Next, consider the counterattack of praise. Did you realize that praise goes beyond just an emotional or physical expression? It's a powerful tool given by God to elevate our spirits and declare His greatness, but it's also a formidable weapon in our spiritual arsenal. The enemy wants nothing more than to mute our voices, ensuring we remain defeated and discouraged. But when we lift our voices in praise, the atmosphere shifts and chains are broken. Look at the story of Paul and Silas in the prison, as seen in Acts 16 verses 25 to 26. Bound and seemingly defeated, Paul and Silas opted to praise, and what happened next was supernatural. An earthquake shook the foundations of the prison, releasing them. Their praise wasn't based on their current situation, but on their unshakable belief in God's goodness. Let me quickly share a recent experience with you. A few days ago, I realized an item that I recently bought was missing. I wasn't sure if I'd misplaced it, accidentally thrown it away, or perhaps never brought it home in the first place. I searched everywhere imaginable, but to no avail. My distress grew, and I considered simply purchasing a replacement to ease my frustration. However, even after making that decision, a sense of unease lingered. Instead of dwelling on it, I turned to praise, singing one of my favorite worship songs. As the melody flowed, my worries about the missing item began to fade. In that moment of worship, I felt a nudge from the Holy Spirit guiding me to a specific location. Lo and behold, there was the missing item. My heart overflowed with gratitude, and my praises intensified. This experience reminded me of the power of praise in breaking through life's challenges. 
In many ways, praise can be the counterattack needed to defeat the enemy's schemes. I urge you all to turn to praise in moments of uncertainty. It might just be the key to unlocking your breakthrough. In every believer's life, there comes a time when we must decide whether to murmur about our problems or shift our focus away from the problems and magnify our God. Choosing to praise God sends shockwaves into the enemy's camp. When the praises go up, the blessings indeed come down. Praise changes our perspective, reminding us of God's sovereignty. So, in moments of doubt, depression, or attacks from the enemy, let your praise be your counterattack. Let your worship declare war on the enemy. Now, let us talk about the weaponry of the word. When we talk about spiritual warfare, we cannot underestimate the power of God's word. Hebrews 4 verse 12 describes God's word as sharper than any two-edged sword. It's not just an ancient text. It's a living and active weapon. The word serves a dual purpose. It's both our defensive shield and our offensive sword. When the enemy sends fiery darts of doubt, fear, or temptation, our immediate reflex should be to counter with the word. This was exactly what Jesus did in the wilderness while facing the enemy's temptations. In Matthew chapter 4, we see where each time Satan advanced. Jesus responded, It is written, My friends, this same authority is available to us. But to wield this sword, we must familiarize ourselves with it. We need to read and study God's word on a regular basis. We need to meditate upon the word, and we can also memorize the scriptures to equip us for every battle. Personally, I've always found it challenging to memorize scripture. Yet what's interesting is that every time I need to recall a scripture, the Spirit faithfully brings it to the forefront of my mind. My experience is a living testament to John 14, verse 26, which says, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. Also, consider that sharing testimonies of God's deliverance reinforces our faith and edifies fellow believers. The Word is not just information, it's transformation. So arm yourself, soldiers of Christ, with the Word in your heart. You're more than equipped. You're invincible. Our next important point to consider is prayer. It is our war room strategy. If spiritual warfare is a battle, then prayer is our war room. This is where strategies are conceived, refined, and executed. It's our direct communication line to the Commander-in-Chief, Jesus Christ, Daniel, a prophet in a foreign land, understood the power of prayer. Even when confronted with threats and challenges, he stood firm in his dedication to pray, as highlighted in Daniel 6, verse 10. His consistent prayer pattern not only brought personal deliverance, but also shifted the course of an entire nation. Like Daniel, we must establish and maintain a fervent prayer life. It is a must, but some of us are too lazy or spiritually complacent 
And some of us need to set our priorities right. So we need to change that. Some of us want to receive God's blessings or walk in victory. Yet we shy away from investing effort and showing true commitment. However, receiving God's fullness isn't a one-sided affair. It requires our active participation and unwavering faith. We must be diligent in seeking Him, for only then can we truly experience His full transformative power in our lives. Also consider that prayer is not just about asking, it's also about listening. It's in the quiet moments of meditation that we often receive clarity, direction, and strategy. Intercession, or praying on behalf of others, is another critical part of our prayer life. By standing in the gap, we can fend off enemy attacks against our loved ones, communities, and even nations. Whether it's heartfelt requests, worshipful praise, expressions of gratitude, or standing in the gap for others, prayer stands as one of our strongest weapon in spiritual battles. Now this takes us to our next point, the siege of fasting. When talking about fasting, many of us consider it simply as refraining from food. But in spiritual terms, fasting is far more. It's a declaration of dependence on God. It's saying, Lord, I don't live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from you. Fasting magnifies our spiritual sensitivity, aligning us closer with God's heartbeat. Esther understood the power of fasting. Facing the annihilation of her people, she called for a collective fast, as noted in Esther 4, verse 16. This wasn't a passive act, but a spiritual siege breaking down the enemy's strongholds. And what was the outcome? A dramatic reversal of the enemy's plans. When we fast, we're not trying to change God's mind, but rather we are aligning ourselves with His purpose. Fasting is not just about what we're giving up, but what we're gaining. Clarity, breakthroughs, and spiritual empowerment. If you've never fasted before, you may start with short periods and refer to the scriptures for guidance. You could begin with an 18-hour fast, perhaps from 6 p.m. to 12 p.m. the following day. And if you feel ready or led, you may extend to a 24-hour fast from 6 p.m. one day to 6 p.m. the next day. If you have health concerns, it's wise to consult your doctor before fasting. Combine fasting with prayer, and you have a combination that can break every chain. And our next point is about sealing breakthroughs with thanksgiving. After achieving victories, there's a potent weapon that ensures the enemy doesn't regain lost territories. Thanksgiving. We need to show our gratitude. Psalm 100 verse 4 nudges us to enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. When we acknowledge God's hand in our deliverance, we establish a spiritual memorial, reminding us and even generations to come of his faithfulness. Also, gratitude realigns our perspective, ensuring we don't become complacent or forgetful. As believers, it's essential to cultivate a heart of gratitude, not just for past victories, but as an act of faith for breakthroughs to come. Remember, an attitude of gratitude not only enriches our personal walk with Christ, 
but it also strengthens the faith of our community. And the final point to consider is embracing our conqueror's mantle. In the vast landscape of spiritual warfare, recognizing our true identity is crucial. We're not just survivors navigating through the battle. We are destined conquerors, chosen to win. Romans 8, verse 37, confirms. Yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. This isn't mere positive thinking, but a truth rooted in divine assurance. Recognizing this fact throws the enemy off balance. He banks on our lack of knowledge and dreads our realization. Did you know that? By fully owning our conqueror status, we don't just hold our ground, but we move forward. Seizing new territories for the kingdom. Remember, every temporary challenge, every struggle, is overshadowed by the eternal promise of victory. No matter the battle's fierceness or the enemy's magnitude, the title of conqueror ensures your triumph. Stand tall, warriors of Christ. Remember, in every conflict, victory is already declared for the honor and glory of God. The battle rages on, but the outcome is predetermined. Victory is ours, armed with discernment, anchored in God's word, fortified by prayer, fasting and praise, and walking in our conqueror's mantle. We stand not merely in defense, but we also actively advance against the enemy. The question isn't if we'll overcome, but will you choose victory over the attacks of the enemy? The choice is yours. Stand tall, because the King of Kings marches with you and fights for you. In His presence, every challenge diminishes and every shadow flees. Now, to all those within the sound of my voice, let us go to the Lord in prayer. I want you to pray this prayer with me so that you can have all the blessings of this prayer. Let us pray to our gracious and loving God, Heavenly Father, the mighty and everlasting God. I praise your holy name and I give you all the glory, for you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. You are the God of all creations, the creator of heaven and earth. Father, in my imperfections, I have fallen short, and I humbly ask for your forgiveness for all my sins. In the mighty name of Jesus, I declare freedom over my life. I rebuke every chain of bondage, every stronghold, every fiery dart sent by the enemy, and I send them back from whence they came. I declare that no weapon formed against me shall prosper, for I am covered by the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus over every corner of my life, protecting me from all harm and shielding me from every attack. Father, I come against every plan of destruction aimed at my life. Deliver me, O Lord, from the snares of the enemy. Deliver me from all accidents and negative incidents. I stand on the authority given to me through Jesus Christ, and I declare that every arrow aimed at me and my loved ones be rendered powerless. 
In the name of Jesus, I stand against every force that seeks to pull me down, knowing that with you, Lord, I have the victory. Lord, free me from spiritual complacency and guide me to align my priorities according to your will. Lord, may your Holy Spirit fill me, guide me, and empower me with the gift of discernment, Father God. May you help me to be equipped with your full armor. I declare that I am more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. And with you, every battle is already won. In the mighty name of Jesus, I rebuke every sickness and disease aimed at my body, mind, and spirit. By the stripes of Jesus, I am healed, and I declare healing and restoration over every part of my being. I stand firm against every attack of the enemy, believing in the power of Jesus to heal and restore me completely. Lord, may your protection surround me and my loved ones like a shield. Shower us, Lord, with your abundant blessings, filling our days with joy, peace, and prosperity. Father, as I stand in the authority you've given me, I declare every attack, every scheme, and every attempt of the enemy against my loved ones to be null and void. In the name of Jesus, I decree a divine reversal of the enemy's plots, rendering them ineffective and canceled. May you place a hedge of protection around us. I declare that the attacks of the enemy that come against me or my loved ones will come one way and will flee before us seven ways. Lord, may every assault aimed at us be turned back and confounded by your power and grace, leaving us untouched and standing victorious. Lord, as you shield us from harm, may our hearts be filled with your peace and may your favor continue to shine upon us. Guide our steps, strengthen our faith, and let them be testimonies of your goodness. Merciful Father, as I say this prayer together with everyone listening, Lord, I thank you for each heart that is humbled in your presence right now. Lord, we seek your face, your mercy, and your deliverance. In the name of Jesus, we declare victory over everything the enemy has taken reclaiming what was lost for the glory of God. Every attack from the enemy is rendered powerless in the name of Jesus, for the Lord's favor and protection are upon us. May our voices echo in the heavens, breaking chains and claiming victory in your precious name. Thank you, Lord, for hearing and answering my prayer. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. If you were blessed by this message, type the word Amen in the comment section below. I declare that all the blessings of this prayer are now upon you in the name of Jesus. You can help us to reach more persons and spread the gospel. You can do this by sharing the video with a friend or family member who you know needs the blessing of this prayer and by clicking the like button. Also remember, to subscribe to the channel for more videos that will bless your heart and uplift your spirit.
We appreciate all those who support us. You're blessed to be a blessing. Please feel free to leave your prayer request in the comments section so that we can present them before God for your blessings and victory. Also, we invite other believers on the YouTube platform and all over the world to join us and start praying for you right now. And we want you to know that even if you don't see a reply to your prayer request, it doesn't mean that you were not prayed for. Rest assured that we are actively lifting up each request to God that is in accordance with His will. We believe in the power of prayer to bring comfort, healing, and guidance in accordance with God's perfect plan. Stand in faith with us while we pray. To God be all the glory. May the grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all.